I'll start with by saying this. Bishop told us that God is entrusting his divine purpose in us. So I want you this afternoon to take it personally. God has entrusted his divine purpose in you, peace. God has entrusted his divine purpose in you, Delia. God has entrusted his divine purpose in you, Jenny. In you. In you, 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 you. I'm pointing to all of you. God has placed a purpose and a plan in your life. And we know that familiar scripture in Jeremiah 29 and 11 I'm reading from the amplified version it says for I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you says the Lord plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope to give you a future and, and a hope. Do you believe that this afternoon? If you do, raise your hand and wave back to me. And because the Lord has entrusted his divine purpose in you, I just want, as we come to the end of 2016, I want to encourage you and also challenge you to say it is time to give birth it is time to give birth I want you to look at your neighbor and say that to them right now it is time to give birth look to another neighbor and tell them. look somewhere else it is time to give birth Now, you might be looking at me strange, and you said, what, Elder Anita? What are you talking about? Especially my brothers in the audience. What are you talking about? It's time for me to give birth? Yes, I'm talking to all of us in here. It is time for us to give birth to the purpose and plan of the Lord that he has placed within us. So, you know, I was going to, I started out by saying, when I was a little girl, um, it was one, one day my grandmother was watching us. My parents were at work, and we were at the house. We had gone to school, and we were home. And grandma was there watching us, but didn't know that gas was escaping. 
And one by one, all my siblings that were in the house started passing out. And the gas never affected my grandmother. And grandma was wondering, what is, what's going on with these children? Why are they all, you know, falling out on the floor? One, my sister Sissy was going up the steps and just collapsed. Grandma didn't know. But the Lord sent my, my oldest brother. He wasn't supposed to come at that time. But the Holy Spirit sent him. And as soon as he came to the door, he smelled the gas and he said, Grandma, Grandma, what's going on? And he opened up the windows and long story short, they took us to the hospital, Cambridge Hospital. And the doctor said, you came just in time. Told my brother, they would have been, they were inhaling the gas and they, you know, it could have been a serious situation. They wrote us up in the Cambridge Chronicle. Family almost dies from gas inhalation. And you know what? I, I think back on many instances similar to that where the enemy wanted to take us out. Where the enemy wanted to say, you know what? I don't know exactly what it is, but I've got to stop her. I've got to stop him. But I thank God, and in my sermon is a, just a testament to the, to the love of my mother. The love of my mother to the Lord. And she was a woman that gave birth. She gave birth many times. She gave birth to nine of us, but we weren't the only ones that she gave birth to. She went into the birthing room. And I want to, in this sermon, I want to share with you how when God deposits his word in your life, you better look out because the enemy will come and he will fight you. He will do whatever he can do to stop you in your tracks. How many of you know what I'm talking about? He will stop you in your tracks. But I want us to end 2016 on a high note. I want us to leave 2016 believing, God, I thank you for the purpose in my life. And for those that don't know your purpose, I'm going to encourage you today to get to know your purpose. Because he's got good plans for you. Turn to your neighbor and tell them, he's got good plans for you. Amen. So all along in this season of um, the Christmas sermons, our bishop has been taking his text from Luke, the second chapter. And I, I'm going to read Luke 2, 6 and 7. And, it, and I'm going to read the God's Word translation. While they were in Bethlehem, the time came 
for Mary to have her child. She gave birth to her firstborn son. And I'm going to stop there. While they were in Bethlehem. Bethlehem means house of bread. And I'm telling you this afternoon, PT, you are sitting in your spiritual Bethlehem. At PT, and you know, not only PT, but you are sitting in a place, in a house of bread. You've been fed by our bishop. You've been receiving the, the word over and over and over and over again. And you know, that word is not coming to make us fat. That word is not coming for us to rejoice and say, woo, oh, didn't the bishop preach today? No, that word is coming to us as almost like prenatal vitamins. Because we are in our gestational period. Something's developing. Something is growing within us. Something is, is, is stirring within you. And if you are experiencing that, I want you to just wave your hand back at me. Something, you feel something disturbing in your spirit, stirring in your heart. You know, something that I, I need to accomplish. Something that I need to do. And you know it's beyond you. You didn't come up with it. It's not something that you said, oh, you know, let me spin a little wheel here and whatever thing it, it, it lands on, that's what I'll choose. No, it's something that's far beyond you. And you know you cannot dispute that it's there. And God is saying he wants us leaving 2016, going into 2017, just on, just on, on a focused journey to giving birth. A focused journey to giving birth. Giving birth means life is coming forth. What you've been expecting, what you've been desiring to come to pass. Amen? What would you think of the, the story, the, the nativity story, if it just said, you know, the angel came and spoke to Mary. Mary said, Lord, let it be to me just as you've spoken, okay? And as Bishop said, Mary went to visit her cousin Elizabeth, and she's getting bigger. She's showing. Things are growing. Things are moving along. And then that was the end of the story. What, what would you think of that story? She carried the purpose. She carried the purpose. And then nothing happened? No, we carry the purpose to the time of birth. To the time when God says, yes, this is, it's now. It's now, it's now, it's now. And I'm saying we're going into 2017. We're going to be carriers of his purpose and we're going to give birth, men and women alike. Amen? Amen. Amen. So God has entrusted his divine purpose in you. And so we're going to go into the birthing room. So come along with me into the birthing room. 
Now, I have given birth to three children. And praise God, it was wonderful. Wonderful pregnancies. You know, going into the hospital was a breeze, especially with my first. It was a breeze. I was at home all day long. And Elder Roy came home and said, Anita, what have you, what have you been doing? I said, well, I've just been sleeping. And um, he said, you feel anything? I said, no, some little, you know, Braxton Hicks, they call them. Braxton Hicks, you know, labor pains. Just a little cramps here and there, but I'm good. He said, okay, so I'm going to fix you something to eat. And he did. But in the process of doing that, he said, you know, you've been in bed all day. Why don't you get up and, you know, get dressed. Let's see what's, you know, happening here. I went in the bathroom and I started to get ready, get prepared. And all of a sudden, I felt some pressure. Some pressure that I had never felt before. And I said, Roy, I don't know, something's happening here. I said, I have an overwhelming urge to push. And he said, no, you don't. Oh, no, you don't. He said, stop breathing. Breathe. Breathe. Well, needless to say, between the time I left our apartment and got to Beth Israel Hospital, we got there at 8 o'clock, and my daughter Corinne was born at 8.31. When I got there, the doctor said, Mrs. Ray, what have you been doing? I said, I've just been resting all day. He said, what were you, didn't you feel anything? I said, yeah, but you know, it was okay. It was tolerable, you know, it was all right. He said, well, you are ready to give birth. So you don't have to wait for another wave of, of contractions. Just when you feel the next thing, next wave happening, stop pushing. And three pushes and she was out. The birthing room, spiritually, no, I'm sharing, maybe that's TMI for some of you all. But I'm just keeping it real. You go into the birthing room because you're ready to deliver. The birthing room is not the room to go in and sit and watch TV. The birthing room is not the room to go in if you want to sit and eat a sandwich. The birthing room is designed to deliver. It's for labor and delivery. And I hear the Holy Spirit, and he's been just saying this to me, saying this to me. The delivery room, the birthing room for us at PT is the place of prayer. It's the place of prayer. And he is saying to us, he wants us to push. 
He wants us to push. And in this time of prayer, this place of prayer is time out for, you know, I can't pray or I don't know. No, he's calling all of us to come into the breathing room. He's calling on us to come in there and push. And how we're going to push is we're going to pray until something happens. We are going to pray until something happens. For a lot of us, 2016 was not our best prayer year. We'll have to admit, and, and I'm confessing, I could do better. I could do better. And I heard the Holy Spirit said, Anita, okay, it, this is it now. This is it. I want you to pray until something happens. Isn't there enough situations around you? You know people in dire straits. You know situations that are going on that's beyond your hand to change. You need the hand of God. And he's saying, I'm calling you into the birthing room. I'm calling you in to push in prayer. Not only pray until something happens, but I want you to praise till something happens. You know, um, I believe it was when I went to the hospital the third time with my son. I wasn't feeling anything. I wasn't having any contractions. It was like, you know what? This child is kicking me in my sternum. I am uncomfortable. There's pain. In the birthing room, there is pain. There is discomfort. And if you're feeling discomfort in your life, God has you in the right place. Because want, he wants to bring you into giving birth. Amen? I went in there, and as I was started to say, nothing was happening. And I looked at my husband before we left the house, and I said, Roy, we're going to the hospital to have this baby. I'm not leaving the hospital until he's born. So we went, and the doctor examined me and said, Oh, Mrs. Ray, you're not ready. You're not ready yet. I said, I'm not going home. <laughs> I looked at him. I said, I'm not going home. What can I do? And the nurse came and said, come on, Mrs. Ray, let's start walking. Let's start walking. Walking helps speed things along. And I'm saying to all of us, the Lord wants us to start walking in his word. Walking in the word. It's, you know, time out for Jesus wept. And the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Those are the only scriptures you know. It's time to get into the word. It's time to walk in the word. As you walk, you're speaking the word. As you walk, you're you're breathing the word. As you walk, the word is just flowing out of you. 
He wants you to stop walking. And as I started walking with the nurse on one side and Elder Roy on the other side, things started happening. She said, yeah, let's keep walking. Let's keep walking. And we walked and we walked until all of a sudden my knees started to buck, buckle. It was like, what's going on here? Things were speeding up because I started walking. God is calling us for a deeper walk in his word. A deeper walk in his word where you're not reading the word like some sort of a story, but you're looking and your spirit is saying, Lord, reveal to me. Reveal what you need to say to me today. Reveal to me what you need me to say to somebody else. Because if you don't need to be in the birthing room for yourself, I think you need to be in the birthing room for someone else. Someone needs you to pray until something happens. Someone needs you to be intense with your prayer. And not just, you know, throwing up a prayer. Lord, have mercy. And that's it. Because that's, you know, I'm talking about myself. Lord, have mercy. But he wants more than that. He wants more intensity. He wants the pressure. We, he wants us to feel the pressure in prayer. And as we do that, we are going to give birth. We're going to give birth for others that are standing in need of our prayer. And you know what? When I went into that birthing room, the doc all of the doctors that attended me, I didn't know them. I did, I, you know, they were not the doctor that I saw during my pregnancy. And so this is a stranger. But you know what? Once it was, I was at that place of delivery, I don't care who was in there. I don't care who was assisting me. I was ready to deliver. There was no shame. There was no, uh, I'm sorry, you, please don't touch me. I don't know you like that. No, there was nothing like that. It was like my purpose, nine months of pregnancy, I'm ready. I know I'm giving birth to a daughter. I know I'm giving birth to a son. And, and in the spirit, we're giving birth to dreams. We're giving birth to promises that have been given to us. Promises. There might be promises from your father, your mother, from grandparents, from, from someone in your family that prayed for you that your purpose would be realized. And this is not time to be wimping out. This is not the time to stop and say, no, I can't, I can't take the pressure of this. But God is calling us to step up to the plate. Step up to the plate. If, and as I was in the room, the, every once in a while, the nurse would say, Stop pushing. Don't push. Just breathe. Breathe. And when I think of the word breathe, I'm thinking of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is calling us to be in his presence 
And there's times when we might not even know the words to say, but as we breathe and as we speak in the language of the Holy Spirit, he's going to tell us, he's going to show us what we need to be doing. So sometimes it's not the pushing, but we need to breathe. Allow the exchange of the Holy Spirit to take place. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. And another thing that I noticed in that room, in the birthing room, there was nothing to distract. It was focused. Focused. The only distraction was my husband because... He was, he, he was my coach. He's my coach. And he was telling silly stories to make me, you know, take my mind off what was going on. And I had to tell him, stop. Stop. I don't want to be laughing. I need to be focused in what I'm doing here. And, um, we were focused, and, and the nurses and who all that were in the room would say, okay, look at that, and just focus on that and breathe, and breathe. And why I said no distractions. Distractions are going to cause your delivery to take longer because you're going to be looking here, you're going to be looking there, you hear voices, you hear people talking to you, telling you stuff when you need to be focused on the Lord. In the other room, there was a woman screaming. And the nurse said, don't listen to her. Don't listen to her. And I'm glad it was not my first delivery, that it was the third when I went to deliver my son. The woman was screaming, screaming bloody murder. And the nurse said, you know, all of that screaming is just hindering her labor and delivery. She's screaming, I hate you. I hate you. She's saying that to her husband. I hate you. Get this thing out of me. And went on and on and on. And all she needed to do was just to calm herself down and breathe and push. So in your difficult moment, this is not the time for screaming. In the difficult time, as you get closer to your time of delivery, it's, it's time for you to focus. Focus, Lord, what have you said to me? What is it that you promised me? What is it that you have prophesied over my life? That's what I'm going to focus on. Let everything else be a distraction and just forget about it. So, Pentecostal Tabernacle, it is time to give birth. It's time to give birth because in your giving birth, many will be blessed. In your giving birth, you're giving birth to God's purpose, his plan for you. And just as Mary gave birth to Jesus, 
you read over in Isaiah, it says 9-6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and his name, and it goes on to list the names of our, our wonderful Savior. For his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. He came with a purpose. And the word says, and there will be no end to his kingdom. There will be no end to his kingdom. So your purpose, your God-given purpose and, and, um, and plan for your life that is from the Lord, when it comes forth, people are going to bless the Lord. People are going to rejoice in the Lord because of what he has done through you, through you. But all God is asking, will you, will you give birth? Will you give birth? I want you to all stand right now. I want you to know that the Holy Spirit is your attending physician. The Holy Spirit will assist you 